Hello. How are you? Welcome to another podcast episode of Talk Architecture. I'm your host, Naziati Muhammad Yaqob. And today, the topic is, is architecture a dead and dying industry? Bracket, in many parts. And close bracket. So, there is actually um, more to this. Because this was a comment that someone gave in a Facebook post that I posted on um, architects suffering from stress and burnout. And um, it's very interesting that this person mentioned exactly that. That architecture is a dead and dying industry in many parts. And nobody wants to pay for design when it can just be replicated digitally from something done before. So where does the problem lie if this is true? I would like to give an opinion on this, specifically to answer this uh, comment by this person, because what I'm doing is actually trying to assist architects who are suffering from stress and burnout to get a work-life balance. I'm looking at the industry from the day-to-day situation where architects have to be challenged or are challenged by what's happening around them in the work environment, dealing with clients and other consultants and their own in-house team, their bosses, or they are the boss, and they also have issues with burnout. So, in general, we have an industry, an industry that is different from when the word architect came about, possibly in the 18th century, or a bit later. And at that time, the idea of the architect, even from the Renaissance, is a patronage system where there is a rich client and that they commission the architect to do the project and as you know it during the renaissance time the architect was everything michelangelo and all of them they were also good in many other arts like masonry uh, jewelry making metal works and other aspects of the building industry you know as as a building industry at that time it is something prestigious in a way that the architect is is like a a person that is bigger than um or much more educated than the craftsperson who are what we would say like subcontractors or contractors that build the building. But they also respect these tradesmen because they are specialized in what they do. But the architect needs to know how to be a tradesman or craftsman uh, before he or she is an architect. Often it's a, it's a he if it's to do with the Renaissance or even the uh, 17th, 18th and 19th century. Well, the traditional architect is something that we have known since we were studying architecture in the School of Architecture. We learn of architecture, history, theory, and philosophy. And it could be a boring subject if it doesn't have any 
context given to it and it's just to do with um, replicating styles. And in this particular comment that this person did was talking about something that can be replicated digitally from something done before. But the whole process of replicating is not the only process. I mean, if there have been replicas or copying of other buildings, especially in the classical revival age when they replicated uh, the antiquities, um, you know, in the 18th century, for example, in Europe, uh, during the Renaissance, they would use the classical orders and manipulate that to create buildings. Architecture, or the architect, yes, they interpret. I wouldn't say replicate per se. And if we have designs, we have, um, what do you call it, artificial intelligence now put in a few words, a few images, and presto, you have something. But you still need to convince the client or someone who's going to fork out money for your professional service, you know, to be, um, what do you call it, um, um, assured that you can handle the job to build the thing, to build the architect uh, architecture building for them. How are they going to be convinced to do that? I mean, one thing is you can replicate, but can you actually actually interpret? Can you actually um, be a project manager, be the designer, be someone who would do a good design and not uh, be botching up the job? I mean, all you have to do is replicating. Uh, that is the first instance that you'd be doing, but you'll be wary what you're replicating as well. Much of this specialized or skill of knowing or editing what or knowing what to do or doing the editing work or interpretation work, it's not something that I would like to say that um, something that you would be better at it due to the experience that you have, and that's what we 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 teach students of architecture keep on doing many types of projects and many challenges um, for them to sharpen their skills and to be ready for the industry. So, yes, in a way, I would agree with what was commented that um, architecture uh, or the architecture design is out there and it's so difficult. In the issue of intellectual capital, in the issue of intellectual property, it is difficult for the architect to defend um, or to claim for the rights of the original or the copyright of the design. Because in some countries, it's not covered, for example. There is a replica of um, Zaha Hadid's building in, I believe it's in China, but it's not, then they were not able to claim the rights to that design in the sense that there's always a tweak that could be done. If it follows the form of the design in, in, in a sketch, I mean, what can you copyright? The sketch? The drawing? Because it is made of many copyrights. Like a building has a lot of copyrights in it, mean, meaning the, the lighting, the um, other equipment that is in that building, 
and uh, the finishes that are different these comes from different other people who who sell that because they they need to build the building who sold it so but the architect put together all these other copyrights and make their own um quote-unquote copyright which um it is not in their best interest to go and uh claim for their rights because the law doesn't doesn't um, cover their rights to the, uh, the architectural building. Is it to do the, uh, the building process that somebody copy? And then you could always tweak something and it's difficult to claim, really. Have you heard of architects being able to claim uh, from others their original design? And some architect would be chuffed and... Um, um, quietly uh, feel happy about it because in a way that is some sort of a compliment to their design. The, when we talk about uh, copyrights, the nearest to architecture or sketching or drawing is of course the work of art uh, by the original artists in which there's a lot of reproduction or um, replicating original artist's work in prints and even that is done to prevent um, to prevent uh, what do you call it a stolen artwork in the graphic art and fine art area or industry I would assume that replication is rife there and um, in architecture, it's more difficult because it's not a singular work of art. And if you want to fo focus on a singular work of art, it is the drawing, the original drawing that the architect drew. And then what's, what is it worth to claim for that? It's not to do with the building, obviously. So there are many things that this person commented. One is the dead and dying industry. I... My view about the dead and dying industry is that architects' uh, role has changed. Like I mentioned about the traditional architects' role and how the, they do everything. And they even project manage, obviously, if it's a big architectural company with a sizable um, uh, project going on, which they can manage. Or sometimes the client has his own project manager or... Um, appoint a separate project management because of the nature of the contract. So everybody has agreed to sign that contract and do the work and everybody's happy. So, um, you know, in cases such as a bungalow or um, a design for a home, straightforward with a team of uh, consultants and contractor that is in charge, a smaller project is more manageable. And if you are a sole proprietor or someone who is self-employed, having your own company and very few assistants, that would be right down your alleyway because if it's a premium um, sort of a building that it, that has substantial amount of money that can tide you over for that year, so you'll be happy to do that if you like that nature of that job. So there's a variety of contracts and approach to architectural design 
And for someone who's self-employed or has a little company, they wouldn't want to replicate anything, uh, want to make it as original as possible. Uh, press for time, even press for time, they would, it would be just a sketch uh, to convince during the consultation with the client to create the client's brief, obviously. So architecture can be argued to be something by law because you need an architect to process um, or to deal with the legalities of the building design and the building subsequently the contract implementation stage and so on. Um, by law, you need to engage an architect. So if it's a dying industry, then uh, you're looking at not only the architect, you're looking at all the other aspects of the industry. When, he, when this poster mentioned in many parts, maybe he has more ideas. But after I um, present my opinion here, I would like to say that I don't think architecture is a dead and dying industry, although there may be many problems. And um, I do worry that the architect um, is, um, because of the because of a lot of issues, we can't say just one issue, that they resorted to artificial intelligence and re or replicating something digitally from another design, I would say that the architect is breaching the law. There is some sort of, a, at least a gentleman's, or they call it gentleman or gentle person, agreement that you don't do that that is something that is not on because you do have a network uh, of people that you work with and you wouldn't want um, your design to be viraled and accused of replicating somebody else's design so yeah that's my answer to that and if the person who posted in um, in uh, the, the Facebook uh, page um, have heard all my points and would like to reply. That's great. But in general, I just give this opinion to everyone else who is listening in and thank you for listening in and have a good day.